This is Friends of the Devil. My thought process was really very brief, very brief intro. Um, I'm Damper, Andrew Lipson, Smith Bang. Um, we're all people who are trying to pursue the industry here in Los Angeles, California. We are pursuing. We are pursuing. We I are don't believe in the word try, I and I will immediately cut try I out of my life. This guy likes try. This I, guy does too. I, well, yeah. for me, and we had a, a little mini argument when, we, when I first <laughs> arrived. I said, we're trying to do this podcast situation he was like no no we're doing it right that's yeah. why i went and i made sure i was like look i get that and i agree when i'm when i say i'm an actor i'm an actor i'm not trying to be an actor i am an actor because i know that i've worked i've done jobs i've been on set i've been paid to act and i know i'm good at it right i have no idea if i'm good at this and i also know that there are people who have showed up week after week for years at this medium and are succeeding in it and are doing well and have committed to it. Well, that's just I because said, they gave in time. Yes, absolutely. And so what for me, perspective-wise, it's like, before I say that I am doing this, I want to say, all right, like we have a, we have a little bit under our belt. I'm I'm confident that it can be good, mm -hmm. but But doing effort, is an action yes, verb, is it not? Yes, it all. Doing is an action verb. Sure. And so to do implies the action that we are doing. Sure. To try implies is not an action verb. To try, to try is it's an action word. To with, try with, is an attempt with a negative connotation. To try is an attempt. To do is action. Yeah. So because we are taking active action right. in doing this podcast, we are doing that's this fair. podcast. That's I, fair. Will <laughs> that. I will monitor that. Yeah. So, no, I think that's fair, and I want to adopt more of that. Which I, that I this this comes to a what? philosophy. It was a new mantra. This I think this is just a really powerful mantra, by the way. It's just a new coding that I'm really applying to my life. I don't believe in don't, I don't believe in can't, and I don't believe in fear. Mm -hmm. And try falls within that though, too. Like, mm -hmm. I don't believe in trying because I'm only doing in life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, we. <laughs> Straight up. Every intro. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm supposed to agree on it. You want to do the brief introductions? We're all individuals who are actively pursuing the industry of media, whether it be with the silver screens or whether it be with your screen. <laughs> so that was my perspective of it. That's that for those, that's clever. For, for the, yeah, for those who were just listening to this, Adam was mimicking the phone when he said "screen." It was great. I did not need to to, to you know visualize that for you guys. So yeah, we were. Uh, I, that's the intro. From there, we just break down into questions that we feel like we all. Uh, are educated enough to have a conversation about, which I felt like were going to be questions that um, you might have as a man coming up, especially if you're a sexual male, um, as to what my responsibilities as a male are moving into those ages where 25, 26, 27, 28, you're going up to 35, 40, maybe, and you're like, what, what does it mean to be a man in 2020? Like, what does masculinity mean from a, um, a democracy standpoint, societal? Um, what am I expecting for myself when I like, enter a relationship with women, uh, both just in like a friendship perspective or from like a, a sexual perspective or just from like a hey I want to not be a creep perspective. Mm. Um, you know what what can we what can we build off of in these conversations to eliminate I think the insecurities that I I built up around uh, communication. And I felt like I had to offer something besides just myself to be able to get through the door just in the conversation with people. I think, you know, for like a little pocket in my high
high school years. And then in college, I realized that's the door hmm. and the key. And it's the seed and it's the soil. It's just communication. It's well, just how we said that together. Communication. Yeah. We yeah. said that together exactly just now. That was beautiful. It was amazing. It's, like, <laughs> it's to me, I was like, I'm an excellent communicator. And that's why this thing was happening. So I felt like I could sit here and be like, all right, so we can talk about all these different things. And I'm going to be able to navigate that in sections of where you feel is most important, where you feel is most important, where I feel is most important. And I'm like, we got our own little kind of spaces here. And if we can kind of converge all this thing together, it's going to be something informational enough in that 45 minutes, 30 minutes to get it going. And then maybe the middle of this thing is some like level of entertainment that's interlayered throughout the entire podcast. I think it's going to be some meandering and some tangential tangents. Tangents. Um, the tangents we tend and, to go on. And some, and some moments that aren't necessarily going to be accessible for people. So but I felt like, how much of this can we make accessible? Which somebody's like, I got this specific information out of this, which completely changed my day. Okay. So I'm going to work. To clarify. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm trying, like, I, I, you're right. That is what we're doing. But to clarify, yes. succinctly. Because that was a very yes. long way. Every time we step every... up to this table, hopefully we do this everywhere because this is beautiful. Awesome. Thank mm-hmm. you for this location. It's gorgeous. So we get together. Each one of the three of us yeah. is going to have a thought yes. or a question, yeah. something specific yes. that correlates to our like, lives yeah, as nice men. Um, be, beyond mediocre, often fight the notion that they are a leader or a role model or that somebody so to look up to. But what you're kind of saying is tough shit. Like you become a leader in that, men, you become a leader yeah. in women if you take the throne. If you take the throne of the public eye, you become a leader in men or women. Is that a is that a saying? Is that no, that's somewhere? that's just. Oh, okay. it, 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 it sounded it, it, it sounded like uh, a very like yeah this is that's what that means. It's, part of it's a it's a semitism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like it. <laughs> Question like mark it. for, for those of you who are listening. Yeah, that's that's kind of my opener, and you guys can feel free to unpack so however you want. Um. Yeah, I I'm I'm very familiar with depression. Um, in many instances in my life, um, I've learned to now have a new relationship with my depression now um which it's a it's a fascinating thing but depression what do you do when you're depressed for a few days just consistently at the start of it if you can sit with yourself meditate get out of your mind what are you thinking you don't think about anything you put your, your put your attention right here on your third eye chakra right here in the center of your eyebrow Put your attention right there, close your eyes and focus and just be present right there because your third eye chakra is your source and your connection to your true self. I'm going to fight against this right now. I hear you. That works for you, right? So are you, all right, I'm listening to you. And I know that, I know that most people are not going to be open to that. I, I'm just saying I meditate every day. Yeah. I love it. I Mm. think it's great. Mm. I think, I think it's going to be hard for anybody if they are listening to it, listening to this. And are hearing about what works for you, what has worked for you. I'm sure this that you've gotten to that point through how how many hours of practice do you think you've meditated for? I it's been 15 years that I've been meditating. Yes. Okay. So like again, and what I what, what yeah. I, the reason why I'm pushing back on you right now is we're being in service to to people to people and what we're listening to. So so do you think 
it's possible, devil's advocate, friends mm. of the devil, do you think Please. it's possible that somebody might find that a little condescending to say just like, just sit there and don't think about anything when you're stewing in depression for a couple of days, like for yeah. a few days, like so, it might be really hard for somebody. So, and, 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 and the balance of that really, honestly, um, and, it, and it's, it's just practice for five minutes, please. Mm -hmm. You know, like five minutes, just put your attention on your breath on the tip of your nose, not even in the center of your eyebrow, on the tip uh -huh. of your nose, because it's more present. Yeah. You have, you have the breath moving in and out in your nose. And if you can sit there and you can just practice on sitting alone with your breath, your mind is naturally going to wander. The mm -hmm. mind, the nature of the mind is as a, as a one realization I had in, in meditation is the nature of the mind feels very much like a river. Um, it's constantly going to be moving and moving and moving and moving and moving and moving and moving in any direction that it's mm. planted. It's going to move so fucking hard, so fucking strong, and so with such force and ferocity that it'll make you think that you are the river. But the truth of the matter is that you are not the river. The truth of the matter is you are so much more than the river. If you can only allow yourself a moment to take a breath and sit with your breath, and another moment, and another moment, and another moment and practice that. Practice just being with your breath. Because being with your breath is stepping outside of your mind. And if you can practice that, you can practice healing. Because healing is truly capable in all of us if you can step outside of the power of the mind. The mind is very powerful and we can transform ourselves with it. Um, that's a really quick note, but it's gonna be hard to get there. So I recommend, honestly, listening to binaural beats um, binaural beats are. What is it? Binaural yeah, beats. Binaural beats. So like you, there's certain um, frequencies. frequencies you can mm -hmm. go on. Yeah, um, they're, they're on similar, YouTube. Like, beats per minute. Yep. Um, and then it's, sometimes with those binaurals, more uh, the. It's based off of the self agio sequence. Yeah, I used to get depressed from like being drunk, so I would just do uh, money affirmations inside the binaural mm -hmm. beats. And I would do that. Very powerful. I, just, I never even heard this. Yeah. yeah. These are these are these are tools for reprogramming. Okay. Um, so. Binaural beats are very powerful. Binaural beats are based off of the Selfeggio scale. The Selfeggio scale, um, I'm not super, 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 super familiar with it, but it's essentially like the, the, the pattern of, of life, um, the, 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 uh, the uh, spiral nature of life. Um, and so I believe that's it. Um, and anyways, please do some research. I, I will do some research and I will come back with the next podcast with some more information. <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to tell you guys to do research. That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. That's not why you're here. I mean, maybe, maybe you are, but like if, if someone learn hears something like I'm going to go and find yeah. research this, but I wouldn't expect you, you're not an expert in this. Like, I'm we not. We're not here to talk about that so you can teach people about that. Fair enough, but out. I am speaking about it. Yeah, so it, 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 because I'm speaking about it, I, it would well, seem to think that I would have information to provide. Well, let's do this. I mean, how much money is fucking like what Calm app and you know? I mean, these are these honestly, these homes. apps are so powerful and helpful. Yeah. Yeah, like, and if you have access to them, use them. But yeah, YouTube, you if you don't have access to them, use YouTube. Yeah. Go to YouTube yeah. and just listen to it. Listen to a frequency. Plug your headphones in and yeah. just sit with your breath. So, yeah. Because the, the the frequency will help you detach from the from the from the strong force river of the mind. So what I want to know about you, all right? So that's helpful if somebody's listening to this and they're like, all right, I'm, all right, cool. They're giving me an idea that can make me feel better in an hour. Great. Now, is that something that you experienced? Were you going through a rough patch when you're early twenties and then um, you found this 
or was it a, was it something that you felt resistance towards was it something that you somebody introduced you to like like if somebody has never meditated before and they're looking for like something to help with their depression like mm. it's going to take a while before they come to here before that's going to actually activate inside yeah. of them to feel healed so for me um I, i've experienced two bouts of severe depression in my life where i was suicidal once when i was a teenager um when i was 16 and that's what i that's the experience that i discussed earlier when i was just walking through campus with just like you know the voices the voices just going and going and um i went to go see a therapist at that time and i took medication and that helped at that point but and and this and i don't want to come off of sounding as sounding elitist but medication is a band-aid medication is just a band-aid the healing, the true healing comes from connecting with your true self. Because when you're connecting with your true self, then the band-aid isn't necessary. Um, but I did. And so the second time around um, was, I discovered meditation in university when I was feeling like off balance. I wasn't necessarily depressed, I would say, but I was off balance and I had no trajectory. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was a complete fuck up. I'd gotten a DUI. I'd gotten arrested. I'd gotten kicked out of... I've gotten, I, I was failing all my classes in university. I crashed my car. Uh, yeah, like just a whole sequence of events. Like a whole, my, uh, the whole part of my like early 20s was described as that, bat, I, I described as that scene from Batman. Um, Batman no, not Batman Begins, uh, Return, of the, Return of the Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Returns. Mm -hmm. When he's crawling out of the cave, when he's working oh, yeah. his ass off to climb out of the fucking cave and he keeps fucking falling and he keeps fucking falling and he keeps fucking falling, but he finally figures out how to fucking climb out of the cave. That was a lot of my early fucking life. Mm -hmm. Climbing and falling and climbing and falling and climbing and falling. But I've come to realize now that the falling is the lesson so you can climb. The falling is the chaos, and in the chaos is the lesson, and the lesson allows you to climb. Okay. Um, well, yeah. I'm gonna have to cut you off. Please, Andrew. What's your take on this meditation shit? <laughs> do you want me to take the take on meditation, or yeah. do you want me to? No, or I do you want me to take on Samit? What he just got done okay. saying about meditation, right. and just like find I a think. I mean, I, you saw my initial reaction. I will be saying, yeah, yeah. My initial reaction to it, I got triggered. I got a little triggered by Samit telling the public, oh, if you're depressed, it's okay. Just meditate and that'll be, you know. I, I don't think that for me, if I was that person, because I've been that person that's like, mm. fuck, you know. I, I'm grateful whatever bouts I've had by feeling depressed. I, You know, they were usually based, like relationship-based. My failures as a partner of our failures as you know um my failure as somebody who was not a good partner you know and i put my identity on that like i was dishonest i was unfaithful you know i was and i my as you as i mentioned like my identity is i want people to love me i want people to like me so it's like the knowing that i had a relationship go sour because I was just not upfront. I was not a good person in it. Mm. And now I know I have to live with the fact that this person is just not going to like me probably for the rest of my life. And that's fine. That's the bet I'm in. Um, so like, you know, that's deep identity shit. And if I was in the middle of that and I heard somebody just say that to me, I would, I would probably just be like, fuck. And it's like, you know, especially in that connotation, it's just like, it felt a little bit to me like, oh, this is the answer of, of yeah. which, but I know, but here's the thing. I meditate every day. 
I, I use an app. I use one of those apps. Yeah. We don't have any sponsorships right now. No. So like, I'm not going to give out free freaking press, especially to this guy. Uh, even though YouTube. I like this guy. You see this free advertising. Yeah, absolutely. But I get it because for me, I think it's all about consciousness, mm. awareness, it, 100%. intention. 100%. Me and you, we're fucking on board with that. But I am going to, I'm going to back into it by first saying like, how are, how are you spending your time as a person? Right? Yeah. What are you doing when you wake up? What do you, what are the little choices you're taking on a day to day basis? Mm. Um, today, what did you do today? Did you, did you wake up and just grab your phone? and look at you know your last post or see if the girl you like texted you back or to see what's going on in the news to see the weather how the smoke is outside is it still fucking does the weather app say smoky again because that's fucked up that's crazy you know are those the things you're doing you know like have you exercised today have you like what are you eating when you wake up did you drink the night before like there's there's like a list of 10 things that if you did, or if you did five of those, right, and you're feeling depressed about the relationship that you just ended ended up in, yeah, you're gonna feel even worse. But if you fucked up in your relationship and you feel depressed about it, but then the next day woke up and took a fucking two mile walk, and then maybe you did an intermittent fast and you feel good, you feel light, and then you 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 had a green smoothie, and then you put on a podcast that you really liked about. Some something that wasn't about the world is ending, about something that was interesting, like a TED radio hour or something cool. And then maybe you read a book or you read some philosophy or you did something, you know? And if you're still depressed after all of that, and you're like, man, I'm still feeling really shitty, then we'll talk about, okay, like what else, what else do we need to excavate and do? Are you talking to someone? Are you in therapy? Are you, are like, are you balancing the input and the output of your life, right? That's something I'm really worried for. I focus on because I consume so much shit. I listen to probably four or five hours of audio a day between podcasts, audiobooks. Dude, you, I'm right? so precious about what I consume and like I, what, I'm not. Like, I wish what, I was more like you. Like I'm, I'm, I'm coming to realize like, and that's the that's that's a big thing too. Like so the media. Still hot. You're still hot. Go see my friends. So oh, yeah. Well, so, then I was just gonna say no, really quick, say? like the media. The media that we can, that we consume creates an environment, especially right now, like the depression. Like it creates that fear. Well, but I'm not and, saying and, I consume it that media. Yeah. I'm know? not saying I consume the media. Yeah. I'm not listening but any to media, CNN. Any media or, is programming. Right. Any media programs our our understanding of what our reality. Yeah, is. but even if it's a book, like I'm ta- I'm talking about a really good nonfiction book. I'm including that into the mix. Mm-hmm. My point is is that I'm sucking in information mm-hmm. that no way my mind can possibly tackle all of it and then spew it out to productivity in myself right mm. i have to pick my spots and yeah. then say what i learned today i can utilize it what so my point is like are you balancing all of these let's say you're depressed you're on a self-help pro, uh, program right yes consume that but then maybe spend a couple hours writing something or maybe put a blog post out and see what might happen yeah. call a friend help them with something you know and so in that reaction to you it's like all right, let's let's let I, and I love what Smeet about said about just meditate for five minutes, maybe just two minutes. Right? Yeah, just a couple minutes to sit with your breath. Right, and then you're not forced to <coughs> say, "Well, fuck, I didn't. I, I was where was I for twenty minutes?" It's yeah. like oh, I can do that for two minutes. Yeah, like I can do these little things. Yeah, you know, and I think 
what's what that's what i'll tie into and then i'm okay with a really shitty day because that shitty day might often be a catalyst for tomorrow being a better day mm-hmm. that's why i have a like a binge drinking night once a quarter because like that next fucking week i'm healthy as shit but another powerful thing that i've found and, and to say sorry is that is to allow yourself to take a step back and look at the look at what is feeling like chaos and and see what feels out of balance because gen, generally what creates an energy it, 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 an ecosystem of of depression or anxiety within the self is an, is a is a state of imbalance and so take a step back and just allow yourself to look within and, and, and see where you're feeling imbalanced and see what is feeling imbalanced and, and see and, and ask yourself then, okay, now I see what's unbalanced. Now what can I do to take active steps towards creating balance in this part of me? Do you think part of the issue for people is they don't know what it, what that looks like for them? Check like if out. you were to ask them. Check yeah. Yeah, yeah. So here's like my experience with depression has been like since I was like six or seven. Mm. Right. Mm. Like So, this is like the motherfucker, like Bruce Banner, was like, no, 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 I, I got control of this thing. It's just inside all the time. Like, mm-hmm. The Hulk's already in there. Mm-hmm. So I always feel angry. I feel like I want to do bad shit to people mm-hmm. all the time. Like, I feel like I like angry and happy. I feel like uh, loving and also like super just narcissistic and like evil, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and so, like, those dichotomies like, like exist so hardcore. And I think, um, the weird parts are when you can't stop the negative voices in your head. And that's what I call the true depression. When like, no matter what people say to you, no matter how many compliments you get, no matter how many people like enjoy your presence or like how many likes you get on your fucking like page or whatever, um, you're just depressed. You just feel horrible. Um, the voice that's talking back to you. And you know, there's like, there's a negative voice telling you that you're not enough. And mm-hmm. so I think for me, what's helped me a lot is understanding where my fellow man is at as a planet and then in my local neighborhood and then at my current work. So the, hmm. the, the times like really fucking sucked was when I was at a job I hated that I had to be at to make a certain amount of money so I could transition to something else. Hmm. So I remember like I was working 24 hour fitness and um, towards the end of Glendale, I mean, I was like, I said I was like abusing like acid. I was abusing acid big time. My roommates were like, you should probably go to seek some help, you know? And I was like, wow, that's an issue. If I got to that level where I'm just like trying to destructure that much, I can't deal with my actual real reality. Mm-hmm. Like there's an issue. And I, I think that was my first time realizing like I had an issue with like life as is. And what I decided to do was I tried to go like um, a 12 step group mm-hmm. and it was uh, sex house anonymous. So it was still with a lot of fun, but watching a lot of porn. And that was weird. Um, I didn't really feel like I had an issue with substances. I feel like I had an issue with like tools to help me understand what addiction was for me in my life and then the states that i'm addicted to mm-hmm. that's what i think is most important like sometimes i think people get into depression for me at least it was where like you'll get to that state because you get more attention and the more empathy and people listening to you more when you say you're sad mm-hmm. and i noticed that more like i'll hang out with um like girls and they're, they pay attention to you more when you play sad boy than when you're just like super like on it and like your loving partner and everything else.
else. So like if you're playing the role, like you don't get as much of the love. Is that would you say that's general for all women though? Or maybe no, maybe things? maybe yeah, maybe it's like the women that I'm dating. Maybe like I I love impacts and I love people that are gonna like baby text you and be like I miss you and call you baby and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you're just like ugh, kiss me. Like, so did you find yourself in times? Playing that, yeah, you're like playing sad boy, so like not feeling like sad boy, yeah. And just like you're not only I'm creating this voice in my head in this lifestyle where I'm relying on this other person to be able to, um, to live my life at the highest level possible, Mm -hmm. and so I think it enabled me to be a weaker version of a man Mm -hmm. because I was hiding behind a woman. Mm -hmm. And for me, not to say that that's like people do that, it's wrong, whatever, fuck, but like it's just like I, I hadn't really emboldened myself to go out and like hunt for my own and really know that I can do it. And then once I got to that next point, I was so insecure about myself that like, you know, I couldn't handle like, it was going to be a slow process to become that man, to become that guy who could go be that, go hunt for your meals and go like, go out and pursue with new clientele and build a business and start an LLC mm-hmm. or start videoing yourself and like build friends together and start collaborating on projects. Like, I wasn't sure that I could be that because I wanted to mm-hmm. be the personal trainer. And so, yeah, I, I, I was seeking to escape, but I escaped in all the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that that increases your depression when you let yourself down internally. Yeah. When you but have, also, LA does that to you. LA, you yeah. need to, it, it, it almost, it, I kind of did that, had that same experience too, where it, it puts you through the rungs to, see, to, test, your, to test your capabilities. It, it, I feel like that's, that's just a nature of like a growth, though. A, like the universe just throws you a bunch of shit to test your desire to continue moving forward. It, it seems like a pattern I've noticed in my life and I've, I've noticed in other people's lives too. Like before you take that next, before that next big step happens, there's layers oh, yeah. that you have to, you have to, you have to swim through of, of shit, like mm-hmm. that you have to swim through to, to prove almost to, not to the universe, but to yourself almost to like, that I'm worthy of this. Right. I think there's like this old saying like pressure creates diamonds. Yeah. And so yeah. that's what I had to kind of get through and not to say that like this stuff. is part of it, man. Yeah. Like being here and yeah. saying that yeah. to us, to anybody, like to the world, <laughs> to, to, to you guys. Because that's part of failure. That's part of yeah. say like the adventure of figuring out what because look, man, this is what's going on in the world right now in terms of like media and people who are making career and it's 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 the untapped frontier right like we don't know what this industry is going to look like in 15 years five years let alone so it's like everybody who's trying to make a living in it right now is kind of like taking a leap of faith like figuring out where they can land but that's what art is art is is the leap of faith absolutely the world of art is the leap 100 100 i think i mean if you have I would I want I want you to keep fucking unpacking that, but I think this lends really really well into Sami's thought mm-hmm. into his point of view for 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 today. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely it's on, but it's it's level one, and I think he's at level fifty. I, I'm talking yeah, about what he came in like. Today. No, the, the oh, question, oh, yeah, the, yeah, question yeah. the thought oh, yeah, that I because came in. I think I think what you're talking about is a search for something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Am I right? Like, yeah, I think. That's, it's like, um, it's not even something, like, it's, it's like this, what, as a man first, who am I? And then secondly, as a man who's trying to leave a legacy, what's the thing that I'm going to leave that legacy with? Like, what am I going to do that's going to be 
Like, yeah. I'll like to look back on it and be like, that was really good. Right. That was really positive. Right. That was awesome. And how specific really, can I put right, it? Really quick before well, yeah. before you, we got Lawrence unpacking it, let me say what it is. Yeah. Uh, the thought is, do you feel, both of you, feel that we all come here with a purpose? Oh, yeah. We come to this plane in this life, in this time, with a purpose to serve for ourselves and also for humanity. And if so, what is your purpose? As far as you understand that. And the reason why I wanted him to kind of start to interject here is that I think him asking that question to you now Mm -hmm. is a perfect segue into directing what you were thinking and what you were saying. And that now taking that perspective in the context of that question. So, um, yes. However, how specific you want to get with that is totally up to the individual. Mm. I feel it's like, an ever-evolving question. Yeah, it's. I think it's because I get I get harassed for this so much where people are like, no, no, what do you want to do? No, mm. no, what do you want to do? Mm. And because they're in entertainment or they're in specifically entertainment with marketing mm-hmm. for large corporations or because they've worked for Paramount mm. in the 21st century or they've been on big studio lots, they're like, no, no, like what, what do you want to do want to do? Right. In this space, because like people who have not ever experienced the industry or media, you understand like it's not just one way to make most money. Right. It's, it's not just mm-hmm. actors on fucking sets, right. guys. Mm-hmm. Like there's and you hundreds know, of other. And do you know what they yeah. often want out of them asking you that question? Is they want with their expertise to have an opportunity to fucking peacock themselves and say no, 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 no. Because in my experience, you should do this and that and that and that. So them asking that question often is just to give them a platform. To Not necessarily, but also sometimes yeah. it's it's a, it's an op, it's an opportunity to, to evolve and grow to to yeah. look inside I, yourself. I, I hope so. I'm saying what like that aggressive. What do you want to do? What's your purpose? You know, I'm saying that question yeah. from that individual. Oh, I'm yeah. saying what their intention. What their intention yeah. is, is, is often just so they can have a platform to teach. Absolutely, you and know? I think I, you have to be. If you're trying to find your purpose, purpose, like if you're trying to go from purpose, like human being on the planet serving good and like Captain Planet, he's the hero, do that, then like go recycle. But like if you're trying to figure out like how no. to be like an excellent human being every hour of the day and you're trying to like just well, grasp every tangible bit of reality, let I me, think that's hyper specific. Let me, let me, but, yeah. Where, where it comes down to is, yeah, and, and it's an evolving question because for me, hmm, the way it was framed, um, a year about a year and a half ago, I met a buddy. I worked on a play with him, and, and he kind of asked this question. It was coming from Jordan Peterson, actually, who inspired him um, into kind of maybe it was further than that. But what is your purpose? What is our what is what is your our individual purpose? And that question has been kind of lingering with me for a while in, in general because as an actor, you know, like. I'm 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 Indian and and I'm Punjabi and, and and within the Sikh faith, which I'm not Sikh, but within the Sikh faith, my my family is a, a big concept is seva, and seva is um, the idea of of service, you know, and and in in Sikhism, it's often like seva is is, is done by providing longer food, free food at the temples for just whomever wants to come and eat, um, whomever, Sikh not whatever, food, you know, service service of other various sorts. I used to do a lot of service stuff, service oriented stuff in Detroit. And so when I came here to focus on my art, my actor, me, it's a very me driven thing. I lost my, my, my connection to service for others. And then I started asking myself, I'm like, what is my fucking service? What, is, what am I doing for people? You know, and, and it always came back to me. 
it always it always loops back around to the actor. I'm doing this for me, you know. And so I started asking myself. I started asking, like, just putting the question deep, and and I got an answer from this one chick who said, "We're we're um, we're shaman artists. We're shaman of the modern culture." And I was like, "Okay, I vibe with that. I like being the shaman, you know." <laughs> like, but to some extent, that's true because we're the storytellers of mm-hmm. society. We're mm-hmm. we're the ones who pass on the stories and the knowledge of of a, of a, of, a, of a sense. Um, but there's more to it than that, you know. And 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 you know, it's it, it, like. And then my buddy's like, well, it has to be outside of you immediately, right outside of you. I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing this in service of my parents. You know, I'm, I want my parents to thrive. I want to, I want to, I want my, I want my, I want to retire my mom. I want to buy them the house in Malibu. I want to shower them with as many fucking blessings as they showered me because I was a fucking rotten kid, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I still kind of am like, yeah, I'm a child at heart. Um, you know, but I want to shower the blessings to my parents, but that's not even deep enough too. It's like for humans, you know? And, and so the question digs deep and I, I had to answer in a meditation, potentially like it's, it's, I cultivate the idea of belief, but it's just keep on asking the question so you can keep on pulling a deeper answer out, you know? And it, mm-hmm. it, having that, having that question helps create a guidance for, for your desire to create. In this life, I, I, I as, as I'm. So you kind of see the question as, as a moving target. Absolutely, it's never going to be, because if you if you fulfill one purpose, then you're lost. Your lot, your purpose is always going to be evolving. That's good. Now, with that said, your initial question is, do you come here with a purpose? Yeah. What, um, what do you feel about that? Well, in 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 Hinduism or in not necessarily. What do you Hinduism, feel? What do you feel? I feel, I, I feel, yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel, I, I, I'm learning to feel that I, I come here with purpose. I, I, I think this is a new op- o- awareness within me. Mm. I don't think I ever knew this necessarily, mm. um, but I'm, I'm coming to realize that it's something within me. Mm. Um, and so it's, it's something that I'm searching, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm allowing myself to continue searching for and continue finding the answer for, mm. um, do I have the answer yet? No. Gotcha. What about you, Ask me the question. Do you have purpose? Do I have purpose? Or did you Did you come here with purpose? Do you I feel you, you came here with purpose? And like like as an entity onto this earth. Did Andrew Lipson come here with purpose? Um, no, I did not. There, I don't think we are born with a purpose at all. Mm. I think. I trust evolution. I trust the world and the history of this planet, how it's worked. Mm. I think, I think we have evolved down to have traits and I think we have skills Mm. that we innately have and that we are born with because we have always needed to survive. We've always Mm. needed to thrive in this, in this planet. Now, with that said, Yes, I think we were given skills and traits and attributes to thrive, to survive, so we can have a family, so we can feed our family, so we can succeed on this planet. Mm. Now, we are in a time and an era in human history where we need more than that to feel like we have worth. Otherwise, we fall into depressions. We fall into moments of despair because what are we living for? Like, we don't need, like, we can go to the store to get food. We don't need to have a family. We have privacy. We have shelter, right? 
So I think we have constructed this need to find purpose. Now with that, I think it's so fucking important. So wherein I said no. You feel like that's a construction that we've created? Yes, but I think it's a really important construction. Mm. See, I feel like purpose is connected to deep, to a deeper level of yeah. energy. Yeah. And, and our energetic, it's connected to our deeper evolution of consciousness. You know, because consciousness is evolving. And okay. this is so fucking okay. deep. And okay. we're not going to, okay. like, okay. if we go all the way there, yeah. like, well, I'm, 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 happy, mean, I'm happy with you saying that. And, and I have, I'm so thrilled that you believe that. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying, I, 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 it's a big thing. Right. So I, I'm all on board for that. <laughs> and what I'm saying is, I, I'm kind of agreeing with you, but in a practical way that I think, that I think we can, that we can hold on. Bring it down to earth. And what I'm saying is, we are given these skills and traits. Consciousness, consciousness, mindfulness, the shit Mm -hmm. that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. we need to have Mm -hmm. so that we can honestly look at ourselves and say, honestly, what are the things that I am good at? What are the traits that I'm good at? What am I meant for? Because Mm -hmm. this is on earth through the genes I was given, through the, the culture that I've, I've been cultivated in, right? What am I good at? And not let society and the world fucking get in our heads and force us to choose something that we're not. So what I'm saying is having consciousness and, and self-awareness and, and understanding the innate skills that we have, that we're meant for, and then if we take that and recognize them and then choose to use them and utilize them in a way that fulfills us, mm-hmm. that is our purpose. I and agree. That I believe 100%. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I lo- and I'm constantly in search of it. That's a, that's a great way to- You like, see what I'm saying? That's, that's, while I'm saying like that, right. I also kind of mean that because yes. it's, 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 du- it's dual. Right, but what I'm saying is, is I, I am on the both, I'm on the fence of, a spiritual guy because I need to be in touch with that mm. but also I'm a pragmatic person mm. and so when you say something like whatever you just said about you know purpose and the level of consciousness consciousness I don't know what to do with that you see what I'm saying it's it's well it's something we'll continue to unpack down this show absolutely because there's just so many things that I'm becoming aware of just in my journey right that I, that I feel like is, is going to be interesting to unpack right um but I will say this, the big thing really I, I genuinely believe is that we all come here for more than just to survive. And so many of us are caught in the cycle of survival. Right. And, and we haven't quite found what it is to tap into right. what it is to do more than survive. Absolutely. But that's not what I said. Right. What I said was, but you, no, 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 you didn't hear me. What I said was, is initially as humans, we are here to survive. Okay. We were not given a purpose. What we were given were evolutionary skills to survive, mm-hmm. right? In today's society, in this world, those skills attribute, like, for example, if I was born a really not shy and a good communicator back in the day in fucking 30, 40,000 years ago, maybe that meant I could lead my band of whatever, homo sapiens, mm-hmm. right? Today, that might mean, oh, that might be, I'm a good communicator. That might mean I would be a good manager at a company mm-hmm. because I can communicate well with people. So what I'm saying is I see the evolutionary skills that I was given mm-hmm. were 
I can identify them because I'm self-aware and I'm conscious. I'm using mindfulness. Mm -hmm. I'm using meditation. Mm -hmm. I'm using things that allow me to honestly say what I am mm -hmm. so that I can, I can choose a path and a purpose that is in line with those skills. Yes. That is what I'm saying. Yes. And with I that, I can find a purpose that fulfills me so I can be happy. So I'm not depressed. But I think the important thing is to be honest with yourself mm. and to say, I believe that I am good at this because I know I'm good at this. And I, I should follow that intuition mm -hmm. down that path and see where it takes me. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I 100% agree. Beautiful. I love 100% agree. I fucking love you. Sir. I love you too, bro. Good. Thanks for getting there, guys. Great. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, Andrew, did you have a question for us? Oh, man. Um, yes. Yes. Cut uh, that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm well, I'm I, esoteric as fuck. Right, you right. have to reduce that no, shit. But here's the thing, I love that because I am starting to understand that language. Yeah. But in order for me, I'm kind of dyslexic, ADD a little bit. Like I need to be like like I'm that guy that's like you read a page, I'm like, I gotta read that page again because like I didn't connect the dots. Right. And it's also really hard for me to to it's something I'm really because actively you, working right, on is to bring it to low, to not to bring it to a, bring all this high concept shit that I'm, 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 I'm become, I'm learning on my yeah. journey and, and bring it to a point that is, is understandable and translatable Absolutely. by everybody. Absolutely. It's, it's hard. And I think, <laughs> I, th I think because I'm, I'm an artist and I'm going down yeah. a path that is very esoteric, that is very woo woo. I need to be able to take a concept and be like, no, 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 let's, let's communicate this so anybody can understand it because mm. I do know it's useful, mm. right? I know meditating every day is, has made me a better person over the last year. And it's know? not even every day flow. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Flow. Um, do you have any, like any comments on, on just that? that? No. Move on. Move on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love it. Um, That's why I'm drama. Yeah. So right. yeah, you are a drummer, man. Um, uh, yeah, so I came in, I think to round this out, we talked purpose, we talked depression, which I'm just gonna let the people know that was out of left field. Yeah. That was out of left field. And which is great, we can save your your thought, your your question, your thought um, for yeah. next next time. But I love that because that's you being yes. honest and uh, being in the moment. So I, I appreciate it. that like crazy. I thought you was needed. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Um, and so I kind of wanted to round it out by uh, bringing up the concept of masculinity. Yeah. And we touch on it a little bit, but I do think the three of us are, we're all men. And I think we each have a definition of masculinity that might differ. Yeah. Um, and I, I, the, the question I want to pose is what is your definition of it? Yeah. And do you think it, objectively has evolved in this generation in this like progressive la society yeah. and how do you feel about that yeah i mean my definition as clear as it possibly could was a man who actively takes aggressive control over his environment mm -hmm. that was masculinity a man who actively takes, takes aggressive, aggressive control over his environment it was like that was that it was like you're a man and you can be like hey, this is my space yeah this is my car and you mean that in any environment you step in? Any environment you step in, you're like, that's like, that's the most masculine motherfucker in the room to me. I was like, 
he like is the man who's asserting himself. We can all feel the energy. Mm-hmm. We all know it's there. He's smacking this girl's ass like this is uncomfortable, but like I can't say anything about it because I'm like two inches smaller and thirty pounds of muscle lighter. This might go left. Like you know, it's that was always that for me, and it's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's for sure a lot because mm-hmm. you talk to that guy, you hang out with that guy long enough, and you realize he's got some problems too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't end, um, problems don't end with, with nice faces and muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I thought. I was like, oh, well, if I get some money in my pocket and some nice muscles and I can keep my nice face, then shit, you know, I've arrived as a, as a masculine male. You do have a nice face. Thank you. You do. Um, I don't see that <laughs> Very well. And, um, you know, I, I thought that was it. So when, you know, woman after woman after woman I was dating was reminding me that that was not it. I would refute that. Mm-hmm. And the relationship would break apart sometimes in a day, sometimes in five days, mm-hmm. you know, usually break apart very quickly. And so, you know, now that I'm trying actively to move out of this, like, fuck it, find it, find it, fuck it moment of one night stands in LA and bars because one, I have to because of the pandemic and two, mm-hmm. it's like, it's just super vapid and unfulfilling. Like, you start having conversations with people who are on the other side of the scale of testosterone, which is estrogen. And they're like, no, this is what a man looks like mm-hmm. to me. And I think that's mm-hmm. the audience that I'm looking for anyway. Right? That masculinity is supposed to attract a female yeah. and pure heterosexual. And mm-hmm. so I, you just have to step back and be like, maybe I just don't know anything about this. And so <laughs> that's been interesting and fun. I still feel like I have a decent grasp of what it is. But I think, like, I heard a woman say, like, you're the most masculine when you're listening to your cycle. You know, I thought that was like, what? And Wait, you're most masculine when you're what? Listening. And you're silent. You're silent. You know? Now, do you wow. think that was... Now, <laughs> she said this as a response yeah. to you specifically. Yeah, I was like... She said, you, Adam, are most masculine when you're taking a step back listening. You're listening. And, and yeah. like, I feel like I'm and you're yeah. comforting me. Yeah. And you're not like over talking to me. You're I'm gonna like, interpret that as kind of a balance in the sense that like you do have that energy of, or not necessarily even today, but like like in the past I've seen you have the energy of I'm going to aggressively take control of my environment, as you just said. So I think for her, the silent listener was the antithesis and a balance. And I think there is a happy medium in the middle. I think more men who like I'll say this who are attracted to maybe my energy of like, I think it almost goes toxic, should listen more. Mm-hmm. I think there's certain guys that like, you're gonna have a whole different perspective on masculinity mm-hmm. than I am. Mm-hmm. More guys who like, spend at least five, six days a week in the gym and like, you can't have your proteins and your fats, your carbohydrates and your sugary and- Your macronutrients. Uh, you know, and you're, you're, you're running five, six, seven miles a day and like you see an ash and you're like, ooh, yeah. Like you're just that guy, like, you could do a lot more listening and listening to the right people. I think the yeah. audience you're listening I, to. I vibe huge. with that so hard, dude. Honestly, yeah. like. So. so, what do you think it's evolved to? It's evolved to. If you were, if that was your previous definition, today you wake up in this conversation. What would you say your definition of masculinity is? Masculinity is carrying a very big stick and walking very silently. Mm. Ooh, that's juicy. That's cool. That's good. Like that. That's really masculinity is carrying a very big stick and walking silently it's like having the nuke 
and the codes, but like no, not gonna use. Do you guys realize that I have a very big stick right behind there? <laughs> I, yeah, and I carry it very silently. Yeah. You stop, yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I love that you gave an analogy that describes my life, my yeah. friend. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's having strength, but picking a spot. You don't need it now. Right. Just chill out. Mm. Might, need it. Might need it over here. But I don't need it now. Most times you don't need it that at all. In, I, I yeah. just want to give you credit, man. That is just... It, how long do you think it took you from that definition to this? 20 years. Yeah, I think like all those years. Like, yeah. I think that's like... And I, and I'm I, talking legitimately like the last two months. I'm just like kind of seeing... I, I bet you it'll continue to evolve. I see it for real. I bet you it'll yeah. continue to evolve. Love it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's great. No, well, I'm gonna. I'll be his proxy. Okay, <laughs> I, I I want to pass the love on. So like, I mean, yeah. evolving, evolving is really what it's all about, and it's gonna continue to evolve. Well, I think I think I think it's a good yeah. time. Then so like, yeah, taking up, piggybacking off of that. What what are your thoughts? You know, I was floating in the ocean this morning, and I was, because <laughs> that's what I do, <laughs> and I was thinking. I'm like, God, I really don't fucking have an answer for this question because this is really hard for me because like, I don't go through life asking myself, how can I be the most masculine? You know, I don't even think, I don't even think like masculinity being masculine is really like a top of mind thing for me yeah. or what does it means to be masculine? And it doesn't have to be. It's just, you know, it is a word that exists in the zeitgeist. It so does. Like having a definition. When, for you, when you think of like a dude who might steal your girl, who comes to mind? So when we were sitting here in conversation, a dude who might steal my girl, what comes to mind? Yeah. I mean, there's, a douchebag. There's, there's but, so many layers to that, by the way, because <laughs> you just saying that and posing that to him is completely counterintuitive to the evolution of the concept that you- Oh yeah. But that's, right. I know you're being tongue in cheek, yeah. but yeah. it is funny because even if you are the type of person that has a more evolved definition of masculinity, the word masculinity still takes you to that place. Oh, it does because right. masculinity has a, a masculinity has a bad rep right now because of like what happened in the 20th century. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. masculinity in the Western society practically came to nuclear war. Yeah, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and in Japan, it's going through shambles. What masculinity is? If you if you if you've read, well, I mean, we can unpack that now. But like. The idea of masculinity is crumbling and, and feminine is becoming the dominant because masculine aren't approaching women anymore there. Like because mass men ever since uh, ever since uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, they've lost their economic strength hold, their economic foothold. And and men were considered very much the stable ground for the family in the Japanese society. And so now what's happening is there's a shift in power and dynamic because the man is not really as it has the balls essentially. I read about this in Aziz Ansari's book. Do you think like so? Let me paint this picture for you. Um, if you had a kid freshman year college, maybe sophomore year college, he's like 19, 18 years old. He's like, dude, how do I become a man? Mm. You know, if you're going through like that, the role of trying to become a little bit of like. I like this question because this lends itself to the healthy definition of masculinity. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. I, let me reframe. Yeah. No. No. I think it's. Because I feel more broken inside. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> so. Aren't we all broken inside like, just a little I just bit? I have my own little demons, you know. Yeah. So, we all do, though. Um, <laughs> well affected. But yeah. yeah. Like more so, like if some kid's popping on, he's like, "How the fuck do I be a, like a man right now?" 
I was literally telling me I can't say this. And my mom's telling me I can't say this. My dad's saying I should say this. And like, I don't, like, you know, where do I find my spot here? The, like, to, to start, like, foothold. Because there is a, a strong difference between what's happening biologically and physically with a woman and a man, especially a heterosexual male. And I feel like we take so many instructions from, like, the YouTube stars right now and the Instagram stars, TikTok stars, and that's nothing wrong with that. But, like, if we're trying to, like, come at this, like, as the elder statesman for, like, how to, like, set the blueprint for how to become a man in modern society, like, in the U.S. specifically, mm-hmm. like, what would be step one for that kid, for you? For me, listening. Um, when we were sitting here, when we were asking, and I'm, I'm, I had a conversation with my dad earlier about this, I was listening to conversations with Sadhguru and I was by Sadhguru and I was listening to conversations by by Jordan Peterson trying to trying to understand what this idea of masculinity is with me and really I come from I come from an Indian household which is my, my parents were immigrants they just they came here and their goal was fucking survive you know they came from shit lives back in India there and 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 they came here their goal is survival and creating survival for their children you know like the the whole aggressive man thing never really was a thing in my family because my dad my dad's not an aggressive man my dad is a very passive man he's a very calm let me do what i need to do for my family let me make this right, right. my mom actually had more of the ego more of the pants where's more of the pants in the family she and that's common of of, of eastern of, of indian families like the women tend to wear more of the pants hmm. um and and run the household a little bit more than the men sometimes in different ways um and so masculinity and dominance and, and, and those things were never really values that, that came to me. Where I would say the values of masculinity I learned, and, and I had two fathers. My brother's six years older than me. So he was very much a father figure more than right. a brother figure in my right. life. But I never really under, I never had the conversation about sex. I never had, you know, what, any, how to talk to women. Neither you know, I. like, yeah. don't talk to women. You know, like, in fact, in Indian, in Indian households, so don't talk to women, yeah. no dating. And then immediately, when are you getting married? That's, <laughs> like, that's wild. That's, wild. that's the life we grew up yeah. in. And so, like, the best role model I think I had was my brother and then my dad, my dad as well, because they're both very silent, listening people. Mm. You know, my brother is a very, and he's a businessman. He's somebody I do, I do learn a lot from just you know, from, from the distance. And, and, and he listens a lot. And then, then another, another cousin of mine who's very successful in Wall Street, and he's a deep listener. You know, and I think that's a really high quality listening and taking action. And I think, that, I think that's what it means to be a man in the 21st century, if I can summarize it down, to listen and to take intentful action. That's great. That's what, that's what I think we're looking for. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's like, those are... That's a winner. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a winner statement right there. I think so. I, I, I think it's great. And you know why I think that applies? I think that's great. Is that encapsulates good men, but also bad men. Mm-hmm. But they're still men, right? Still masculine. Men. It's still a masculine thing. And I don't think... We're an action state being. Our energy, right. the masculine energy is an energy of action. Right. And so, so you have to you have to take that right. And why I, I think you can be encapsulated as masculine. Now my definition is different, but I actually like yours because it's not it's not cherry picking altruism or you know derogatory action. It's saying 
either way on the spectrum of good to bad, men, masculinity lives there. And I think that that's really interesting because my initial, my, my instinct was to go positive, right? My, my instinct was to go, what is a good man? What is good masculine? And I think mm. that's where I went wrong here. Mm. Right? There's because, no right and wrong. Well, but, but that's we why have... I think I was a little bit too um, specific. No, I think that's great. And that's fine. I mean, because yeah. that, that provides clarity in the direction. Because, right. yeah. I mean, what I've said, I kept going back to integrity. The word integrity. I, I would, what does that mean for loyalty, you? Loyalty, integrity, what honesty, does that mean for you? Ingenuity, confidence, perseverance. Okay. So right? these are traits I was coming of up with words, right? I was coming up with words that that I guess were synonymous, mm. but not necessarily a definition of. And that's fine. Right. And that's perfectly capable. That's perfectly applicable. In fact, it, it Is that gives everything? Well, I, I'm kind of looking yeah. through it because I'm tr I think yeah, because I have both, I, both things happen, right? I get the, I'll, I'll in passing conversation, it's like talking, it's like having small talk. It's like talking about the weather. Like I'll talk shit about it. I'll be like, fuck, I hate small talk. I hate fucking talking about the weather. But then the next time I go in an Uber, I might be like, oh, look, it's so like, it's freaking nice out. The smoke's not there anymore. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I think that that's how I am towards this definition of masculinity, right? Like I might be like, no, let's be progressive about the definition of masculine. Let's talk about, let's talk about vulnerability and ingenuity mm. and loyalty and confidence mm. and, and facing down your desires and your demons and then saying, nah, I'm good. Well, right? I, like to me, that's my evolved version of it, but I'm still that guy who, you know, when I'm watching a movie and there's a gay couple, I'll be like, oh, that guy's kind of masculine. I'm surprised he's getting like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm literally being a hypocrite right now because I'm still that guy that's saying, that's using the term masculine to mm. define the guy that might be more stereotypically so I think, manly. I think this would be a very just important point to interject right here. Mm -hmm. I think it, it, it's, it's really behooving of us in modern society to come to a point to separate masculine and feminine as an energetic body from the physical man and woman because what masculine and what what the masculine energy is mm. and what the feminine energy is we all have within us yes like i am very uh, the big thing that when i was floating on the water the big thing that kept on coming to me is masculinity doesn't float to me but like balance is a big word for me mm. and, and and balance is finding that masculine and the femininity within me yes so here's, right but yeah here's what i think that means to me I'm sure really, sure because really i have a comment on that too, yeah, really yeah. concisely like there's like there's epiphany moments i have where i allow myself enough into like that feminine energy to have a good time or just go where i just mm. want to have a good time with. Mm. yeah flow and you're in this flow where you're not thinking like i need labor right now I need to touch my dick right now. Like, what is this topic? Yeah. What's going on? Like, let's get physical. You know what's so funny yeah. is that, like, I know what exactly what you're talking about. I think I, I that's just more innate to me. Yeah, it's just like there's. It's just I think that your your my brain's like, how do I get this to the fast track before this ends uh, uh, unceremoniously via text message? Um, 
So I was like, she's in the room now. Right, let's kill it while it's hot. Mm. And so what is beautiful about, I think, enjoying masculine and feminine energy is realizing, like, once again, like, there's some women who are, like, girls' girls, and some women who are just, like, fucking, like, men. Like, they just have a lot of that same stuff. And sometimes they have it hidden to protect your ego as the man in the situation because they know he couldn't wow. handle it. If she showed up as a man and started, like, you know, saying, hey, this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I need. But, wow. but so, women are starting to take masculine traits. They're talking when, big time. But, but it's, but it's, a, it's, Super it's an interesting thing because yeah. I was actually, I was listening to this in conversation with Sathguru right. and Jordan Peterson. Okay. Too. But then I have a response to that. Yeah. All right. Um, really quick. <laughs> women are starting to take on more masculine traits because the masculine is a very dominant in society right now. Mm-hmm. And so women are, are, are having to put on step into their masculine energy more and and they're starting to step out of their feminine energy a little bit but go ahead and 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 i love that this is where this conversation went because now look at us being hypocrites Mm -hmm. right because now you're talking about women hiding their masculine side you're talking about um women are more masculine these days we are innately now going right back to the stereotypical definition of masculine because you're saying carry a big stick and be silent. You're saying listen and and act with intent. That is not the version of masculinity that you just referred to in the conversation. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that there is a gap between what our instinct says is masculine, which is what you guys just utilized it as, and what we as conscious progressive men who Californians Californians if we have a moment to think and and think it through and say it we'll give our thought through definition of it which is what we gave initially but But look at how quick we are to be like oh but look at that masculine no but it's it's just a fact of matter because what I mean by masculinity by masculine and feminine is by masculine energy masculine energy is an action energy it's a survival energy survive 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 Feminine energy is a creation energy. It's a it, it's an energy okay. of love and art and and, and aesthetics great. and great and creation. That is, as much as I don't disagree with you, that is not what you said when you were talking about your your father and your brother who who were Listen. listeners. Exactly, and that's and, and that's why for me, like the under to understand what it means to be masculine and feminine is very skewed in, in 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 this conversation. Got it. And and I didn't have an exact definition it. for it, and I had Got to come it. to yes, right, and that's I had true. to come to terms to of balance. Yeah, right. I had to come to terms of let me look right. at what masculinity is from the figures in my life: my brother, my father, my my cousin. Who you know? Got these it. are the figures of masculinity. Is there a, a paradigm in popular culture that sticks out to you? That sticks out to you when you when you think mas- like when you think of the word masculine. Is there a figure outside of your family that you're like, oh? To me, that embodies it. Um, celebrity, you know, honestly, like uh, Ryan Reynolds, just any any sort yeah. of any sort that's of ripped. So, fun. so funny. That's one of the names that came to me. Oh, really? Well, because he's funny. He's, he's funny, silly. and he's a he's a, he's also he's in great shape, right. and he's a sentient being. Right. He, he's a, he's a, he's a genuine he's a genuine happy and genuine individual from right. what it seems. Right. You know, Hugh Jackman, another great one. Yeah. You know, he's a he's a very and I, and I have a personal experience with him. I worked with him as background on a, on a film and he was just a really nice yeah. guy. Like th- these are, these are, these are 
yeah. a, a person who's a family man who's caring about their about their about the people around them who listens you know who who is passionate within what he does mm. but also passionate about everybody else yeah. too he's not so ego driven right. that he that he doesn't have a heart right you know yeah I, I i feel like that's the ideal vision of masculinity that i'm i'm i guess moving towards yes yeah and i think that's kind of how people relate with that yeah and i but I think that's the interesting thing here, right? Is is it's much like finding your purpose, defining masculinity and what it's like to be a man. It's, it's a, a fluid. It's a, it's a fluid target. Yeah, it's because being a man and being a woman is different than masculine and feminine energy. Yes, because masculine and feminine feminine are very. It, it, it reminds me. It's very much like the yin and the yang. Right. You know the the yin in in there's the black and there's the white and it's a moving circle. Right. You know, in in uh, in Avatar: The Last Airbender, Korra it, it, it created it perfectly. It was two energetic bodies that were constantly at battle with each other, and they were constantly at battle until one was locked away, and then things were thrown off off balance. Okay. And then you needed to, you need to come to union, and they need to be 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 in, in, in constant strife. Our masculine and our feminine are constantly yeah. flowing. I get with the each yin, other. yin and the yang. There, I've never been. Whatever. It's a great That's fucking show. Just, Dude, Avatar The Last Airbender is such a great show. It's I'm a cartoon. Stressed. It's a cartoon that has so many lessons. It's like, whoa, Nickelodeon. Like, come on. Yeah. So many life lessons, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I do. I think I came into it a little bit too, um, too, too willing to combine my definition of what is a man and what is masculine. And That's I fine. Think, and I think it is okay. I think I am learning. It is okay to to distinguish masculine as an energy that, as a man, you can carry. Yeah. And it's okay to maintain and some feminine, of the, right? Absolutely. And carry your feminine well, energy too. Well, here's my thoughts about feminine: is that I don't think for you guys uh, behind a microphone, I, I don't think it's our call. I mean, for to me, go there. For me, I would say, I'm, I'm again, I'm dividing feminine energy right. from the female right. person i i'm not speaking for females i'm speaking of the feminine energy within me that is the God, that is so the artist it's so interesting but it's so complex uh, what's our end point we talked we talked about this earlier so um, we said culture what's just a quick just a quick cultural thing well, let's so make it quick well, to me it was um the biggest thing i've been seeing uh media wise just uh, the reactions across country brown taylor's uh uh, ongoing case. So it's not so yeah. ongoing. No. Yeah. Well, it, it, well, it's well. Hey, there's people in the street. You know, about my uh, friends are going out and protesting now. So I feel like people want more justice. And saying that, uh, unfortunately, cops aren't uh, being held accountable for their behaviors when they kill people is discouraging to a lot of people. Yeah, man. Uh, but we're seeing it over and over and over again. This is one of the first years where, like, it's super local now. We're like. We, like that time in Penny go to the Metropolitan City and you'll see people going off and they're actively protesting these things you're saying on the news and like they're like on foot. They're not just protesting via like keyboard warrior, which is super cool. And I think because of the time that the pandemic's given us, it's a perfect time to um, be an activist in whatever form that means to you right now, uh, anonymously or, or just through social and take the time to um, have accountability around what's happening in your local community, especially as a U.S. citizen right now. Because that's a uh, police, a huge issue uh, in our country right now. And so mm -hmm. definitely, 
that's been filling a lot of my headspace. It's been difficult to escape. We're down kind of lay, and uh, we had an explosion block. Like when you were close to eight, we're on we're at freehand right now. So it was it was weird to hear an explosion in a civilian city. When was right. that? It was last night. That was last night. Yeah, there was what protests. The fuck? It was like thousands, maybe. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh fuck! And I so, didn't know this. Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck! So man. yeah, let's 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 pay attention, guys. Nice. This is a weird time, yeah. but it's also a good time to I think like really, if you care, like talk about it in some sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's anything more important than that. It's it's conscientiousness right now, right. and love. I'm not going to say something different. Yeah, it's conscientiousness and love, and we need to grow compassion within our policing system and society. Yeah. And I want to say this just because I was thinking about it coming over. I don't give a shit about the circumstances that got the cops off, because there are a lot of specific circumstances that were very specific to the case that like. Yes, maybe these three guys shouldn't, you know, they were shot. They were, they were shot at first and all this, bull, you know, which whatever is true based off of the hearsay of what happened in the moment. But it's like this, the, the details of the story, it's just a proxy and a symbol for the overall issue that's been happening since the beginning of we've settled in this country. Yeah. That. If anybody tries to come at anyone with just specific facts of this case to tr- to say that there was no need for justice here, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't think anybody should give a shit. I think she deserved justice. Her family deserved justice. Every, I don't know. Well, I just, I, 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 it upsets me when people say the details of When we say justice. And they only I have their it, words. That's the only issue. That's the only issue. Most, most times these guys just get fired. When we say justice, to me, that means life for life. That means we get to execute these police when they execute other people. That's what that means. But to me. But, you know, maybe I'm a little bit Texas. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is life for life. But these guys are just saying getting fired or they get shamed and move on. But I don't think death is the answer, but that's me. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think this was extremely cathartic. I'm glad we did this. I agree. Yeah. Um, a point of oh was were we each doing cultural yeah, thing? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to piggyback on that because I was yeah. really hot coming over here because I heard uh, yeah, not important but yeah. Yeah, I I mean I'm I'm kind of really bad because I haven't been connecting to media or news or anything at all besides just what's in my immediate life. That's okay. So um, I'm like actively disconnecting from the construct and just creating my own construct. Beautiful. If that makes any sense. What have you found, like specifically in media, that you think speaks to you right now? They think would be great for the audience. Ella Blanc, man. Ella Blanc was 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 for a couple weeks was just resonating with me so deep, man. And and actually now Big Sean, Big Sean has this new album Detroit too. If you haven't heard it, go fucking give it a listen. Who's man. it? Ella Blanc. Allo Black. Allo Black. Oh, Allo Black. Yeah. I I, I, I say his name weirdly. I say Black. I, I, I make him sound French. I don't I know why. Blanc. Allo Black. I know. I say black, block, but Allo Black. Such a cool time. Like, and I want to piggyback a little bit off that before we get off. Like, it's such a cool time where like media is. And that's like I don't really get a whole lot of leeway here because I'm black, so I have to care about Brianna. Um, but you know, it's like you know, there's so much media out there, guys, and like there's so much cool shit to like just like live a, a fun life. So definitely take advantage of that. I can definitely 
uh, attest to Big Sean's in the office pretty fire. Dude, it's it's so inspirational, yeah. man. Like it's just, I love Big Sean, man. Homeboy is like, he takes some. He's a master at taking high level concepts and packaging it in a way that is so fucking deliverable. Cool. Thank you for watching slash listening for doing so. Uh, we're trying to release this as many social media platforms as possible. Madam Damper. Sumi. Andrew Lipson. I'm Sumit Deng. Thanks for watching and listening. Have a great day. This is Brandon from the Devil.